0: Good morning and welcome to Car Thoughts with David. I'm your host as always, David Collett, and thank you guys so, so much for listening, for tuning in, for taking time out of your day to listen to what I have to say. Um, If you follow me on social media, you've probably noticed a little bit of an improvement as far as the continuity of my posting, uh, thanks to the fact that a website called IFTTT, which is a great automation website, um, and if you are curious to learn more about IFTTT, I highly recommend you check out the website, obviously, because you should if you need automation help. Uh, if you want a podcast, it's great. Um, but also check out the episode of Productivity Matters. Uh, well, actually, I think he's covered it in a couple episodes, uh, Julian has, as far as what it does and how it helps. Now, one thing that I came up with this light bulb moment, I was actually creating another automation uh, working on tweaking one for a podcast and saw RSS feeds in the mix. And I was like, wait a second, why don't I just do mine this way? It'll auto post the link to my episode as soon as the RSS files off to send my episode to all of the other podcast uh, stations from Anchor. So I keyed in my RSS feed into uh, the post and have it set up to go straight to Twitter, have it set up to go up to the Facebook uh, page, CarThoughtsWithDavid, and uh, my Twitter is CarThoughtsDave, and to um, Tumblr, uh, just because, and my blogger, I created a new blog for Car Thoughts with David, so I'm gonna try and start posting other stuff in the Car Thoughts with David blog. Uh, it's Car Thoughts with David.blogspot.com, um, but I'm gonna try and post some other stuff in there. But as far as <clears throat> the day-to-day posts, you know, basically what I wanted to post was the link to the show and you know letting you guys know the title and whatnot, and that's to... Uh, thinking about the RSS feed option, uh, all of that stuff gets sent directly to it uh, as soon as my episode fires off. So my episode fires off and there's in uh, 20 different directions to go into all the podcasting channels I'm available on, and then three or four other channels that I added to go to social media. And uh, that's really cool. Um, I don't know why I hadn't thought of that before, because I tried to make like these clever little posts and write up stuff and I'm like, yeah, but I need the link to the show, I need the title of the show, I need an image. Why not just use what is already being provided? So that was really cool, um and I'm excited that I got that worked out. Um I'm also doing uh different images for each episode, I'm trying to do different images for each episode in season two so far. Um interviewing someone, the picture of themselves, um, or of something, you know, product or whatever, like for instance, uh, for the interview with Wynn, um, you know, I used, um, the book that you primarily talked about, a uh, View From My Heels with Kristen Shirley, uh, you know, which is an interview uh, I just did uh, yesterday, that would be, um, UMAP, you know, her book, uh, with Brandy Holloway, um, you know, I used, uh, her podcast, uh, image, uh, for that, and, you know, just, to uh, try to help promote that, and yeah, so I'm trying to do different images and make it, you know, um, new and exciting and trying that out. Um, The seasons, as you guys know, are going to be shorter. I'm going to be doing 30-episode seasons instead of 180-episode seasons uh, going forward. I was not really sure. Well, let's put it this way. When I started doing all this, I had no idea anything about anything. So I just uploaded episodes and let them go. So there were no seasons, or no episodes, some of them had seasons, which I'm not even sure how that happened unless it determines, it depends on where I was setting up the episode or how I was setting it up. Somehow some of them had seasons but they didn't have an episode number. It was just a big mess. So as I started learning that those were things that, um, you know, Apple looks for and stuff, You know, as far as uh, continuity and things like that, I started going back and adding and fixing all that stuff, and by that time I was already, you know, over 100 episodes in, so that took many, many hours to fix, if you're starting a podcast, make sure you put that stuff in ahead of time, so that you don't have to go back and fix, you know, 100 episodes because there were times where I was just in like such an automated mode, I'd forget which number I was on. I have to open up the previous episode I'd just done in another tab and... okay. 62. Okay, this one's sixty-four. <laughs> so, it was uh, it was very time consuming. Like I said, it took me several hours to go back and fix it. It's much easier if you just do it in the first place. Uh, lesson learned. And then, of course, I also had my other podcast, quite of Open Forum, that I had to do that on as well, and it's a weekly podcast. I decided to do it as 30 episode seasons, and by the time I was there, now granted all these episodes haven't aired yet, because um, I'm just trying to keep the podcast active uh, so it doesn't drop off of any podcasting uh, channel, Um, I've got shows going all the way until, um, October of this year. Um, already set up every Saturday, uh, until, like, the middle of October right now. And, um, so I went and labeled all of them. I had, uh, 60 shows, so I went ahead and split that into two seasons, so I've already got everything numbered there. And all I have to do is, when I get new episodes going forward, I'll start those in Season 3. And, of course, I'm trying to put it together enough to get me through 2019 and into 2020 so that um, I don't really have to mess with it. Um, for the rest of the year, so I can really focus more on my writing, or if you guys send me episodes, I can pepper those in, because the difference is, is what I'm doing is, for the stuff I'm posting up there, just to keep the podcast active, it's every Saturday, um, and it's in season one, season two, season three type of a format, with the episodes I get from you guys, if you guys send me episodes, they'll be... Episode, uh, season 1, Episode 31, Episode 32, and they'll air live. Because we haven't kicked into Season 2 yet. Once we then... And so, like, if you send me the episode, I'll put it up. It'll air that uh, day once I get everything put in. Um, it won't wait until October to be aired. Um, but once I hit Season 2, it'll be Episode uh, season 2, episode 31, episode 32, episode 33, and so on. So I'm going to use the seasons that I have set up. I'm just going to go beyond 30 for the ones actually pointed by people other than myself. So, And then, of course, those We Are Live, so they'll be out of order. But that's okay, because once the episodes that I'm putting out... Uh, fall in the line, everything will line back up and Apple will look the way it's supposed to and it'll be okay as long as I have the episode numbers. That's really all um, Apple cares about. So, um, you know, it'll auto short itself out uh, as the year progresses. So, yeah, I mean, overall, um, you know, it's really really exciting uh, to have this show growing and the way it's growing Um, I'm over 7500 listens um, which is incredible you know um, especially because we're you know still in January um, and uh, you know the show is growing it's changing it's evolving I'm still talking about a lot of the same stuff I'm still showing a lot of the same stuff because I'm trying to add insights or um, you know, as as I go on the the podcasting and writing and all of this. Um, you know, it's just a matter of time, uh, as I as I learn more, but I'm also trying to show like I said more interviews, more uh valuable content, uh, to get more perspectives. Uh like I said in Wynn's uh interview um uh last week You know, it's more, um, I'm wanting to interview people that might not have ever been on a podcast or might never have had an opportunity to be on a podcast, Um, you know, and and kind of open that up to people. Like I did some uh, last year, like uh, Jessica Corvo, Uh, that I was actually her first podcast. Um, Kristen Pruitt had been interviewed once right before my podcast. So that was, you know, she had just uh, broke out into a podcast, and she's got such an amazing. um, Both of these women are phenomenal, uh, and and great friends, um, and they have such amazing stories and things that they're doing uh, to help people out. Um, Pat Lemkul, her, I was her first interview on a podcast about her book, um, her of poetry, which is called Solitary Confinement, uh, which I highly recommend you look up uh, and purchase on Amazon if, you've, if you have any love for poetry at all. Uh, you will love it. Um, but I highly recommend when you search for it, type in Solitary Confinement Cat. Uh, K-A-T, cat. Uh, just simply because if you type in just Solitary Confinement, you will find a ton of books written by uh, people that were in prison or are still in prison or however that, I'm not sure. I I, I didn't go look those people up to find out their current uh, status uh, on Facebook or whatever. Um, But you'll find a ton of those books, um, and then you'll find hers, like, bored in the midst of them. So, solitary confinement, it's a fantastic book. and It is beautifully printed. Uh, it's color pages with imagery to go along with the poetry. I um, mean, she did a phenomenal job putting it together. And, you know, I actually bought two copies of the book, one for me and then of course one uh, to put in a local coffee shop's lending library. As I've put many authors I've met on LinkedIn, uh, booked in uh, this lending library. Um, like dir milton's um cut the crap um uh, done it <laughs> um yeah and other books like that, so I just blanked out on my train of thought though as far as the math people, I was going to list off, but um person shows you map as out there uh, things like that, so i I bought two copies of the book, one for me and one for uh. Everyone else, <laughs> basically, anyone who goes through that coffee shop and goes up there to read, um, I provide them a copy as well, uh, just because I believe in helping grow organically the um, the uh, you know sales for these other uh, for these other authors. You know, so so yeah, and you know, those are just like ideas that come to me. And they weren't expensive ideas to implement. They weren't crazy ideas to implement. And, I mean, basically, at the end of the day, these are things that anybody could come up with and do. So, you know, a lot of the stuff, you know, I showed you guys, is stuff that's somewhat simple or straightforward. And, um... You know, basically, um... You know, they're, they're, uh... You know, able to be replicated, uh, if you want to... You know, write a book. It's pretty simple through Amazon. Uh, through Kindle. You know, there's plenty of, uh, tools out there, and, um... You know, software, uh, Amazon actually has a Kindle software just for publishing uh, Kindle books. Yeah, you know, so there's this uh, you know, great app, and as long as you've got your chapters laid out, it actually links all your chapters and sets everything up, and you just have to Go through and check it on tablet and phone, and make sure everything's laid out the way you want it to. And you save it and hit publish, and it creates a file that you upload to, to Amazon, and voila, there's your Kindle book to upload. And uh, you know it's clean, it's fast. I mean, I can I can take my manuscript that I wrote of the book, throw it into Kindle software, and in like five minutes. Um, you know, I've checked it, you know, because I just do a quick scroll, make sure everything lines up, as long as the chapters don't look funky, or don't need to be pulled up or pushed down, depending on their, you know, where they're centered on the page, you know, as far as the beginning of the chapter, as long as all that looks right. Boom, 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 move through all the pages, yep, everything looks great. Save, publish, and then I upload it to Kindle. So, you know, I can take a book... Like, for instance, some of the books I've wrote, like the science fiction series, it took me two days to write them. It took about three days for Amazon to put them out where they're available for purchase. And uh, it took me like five minutes uh, to um, run through and, you know, set up the, the Kindle version. It took me about 30 minutes to get all the pages set up properly for the uh, print version. And so in the course of a week I was able to have a book completely done from me starting to write it to Amazon selling it in the course of a week. So um the only weird exception I had was for the e book version of UFO. What does that even mean? Um, for whatever reason the Kindle version just sat down and sat down and sat down and I finally had to email Amazon and say, Hey, uh it's been 4 days, uh, I know the the turnaround time is 72 hours, and uh, you're just trying to see if there's some kind of a hold up or something I did wrong that's preventing this from being put out. If so, I'll gladly fix it, just let me know what I messed up or what I did incorrectly, um, unlock it so I can make the change, and we'll be good. And of course, a uh, no matter of minutes later, it popped up in the Kindle store. Um, yeah, so Amazon's actually really good about keeping up with that stuff. Which is amazing, with as many books are published on Amazon. You know, uh, there's millions, several million, <laughs> and several more being published each day. So, you know, um, definitely uh, very, very hard to keep up with. I'm sure they probably have a small army of people just dedicated to that. Yeah, 'cause Amazon is rewriting the world of books and print and publishing. You know, I thought, you know, I'd be sitting here like fighting to get a publisher and, you know, that I'd eventually get one and everything would be all hunky dory and great and yeah, all the publishers kinda shot me down. And even some self publishers we're like, oh, you're writing science fiction? Why? Oh, you need to write this or write that. We we don't really deal with fiction much. And I'm like, um, you're a self-publisher. Uh, I give you the stuff and you print it. You know? Uh, I'm paying you. Well, yeah, but that's not really our thing. Uh, we're not, you know, I'm like, Okay, fine. So, I went to the faceless uh, Amazon (laughs) Meta, and, uh, you know, I'm able to publish my books without having to worry about people telling me, well, it's not really what we're used to doing, so we don't really, we don't have people to help you work with this. It's like, I don't need help as much as I just need the book to be on shelves. You know, and, um, yeah, so, it's, it's, uh, you know, now, granted, not to say I won't work with a publisher eventually, I'd love to work with a publisher, um, but just right now, I was like, you know what, this is the easiest route to actually make this happen, um, without having to worry about, you know, all of these people, uh, giving me a hard time, you know, it's, it's simple, it's straightforward, uh, Once I. Learned the rules, I'm able to go back and fix the books. You know, because uh, I miss things or, or forget things or want to change things or address things. And I can just easily go into the Kindle Publishing uh, website, you know, go through and, and fix um, you know, the little mistakes here and there and, you know, adjust it. And then all the, the books will update with that information. Um, obviously, if somebody bought a print copy before that, that's not going to update, because that's not possible. Um, but if somebody bought the Kindle version, that'll update automatically. So there were a few copies here and there that got sold, at, like for instance, my uh, science fiction shorts, where somehow or another, I typed story twice on the cover, on the back cover, where it was talking about uh, the thing, it double typed. Story didn't see anything happen. and type story again. Um, so a couple print copies made out with like little little nitpicky things like that on the cover. Because um, uh, I typed that like freehand versus being in the uh, being in Word and, and actually typing that where the grammar truck would have caught it. Because I was like, well, this is just gonna be really short and sweet and to the point. Will make sure it looks good on here, so I'm just gonna type it up right here. And that's why I made the mistake. So, and I really need a new computer. (laughs) I need a new computer. That thing is falling apart. So, I'm hoping that within the next month or so, I'll be able to finally get that. Because I think I've decided instead of trying to take the cheap route and just buying like a Mac Mini, because I don't have a lot of horsepower, and um, you know for the one I was looking at, I'm just going to go ahead and get a new iMac, because that's what I have now, and just replace the iMac that I have, that way I don't have to because I'd have to get a computer monitor, have to get, you know, another keyboard and mouse, and whereas if I buy the iMac, it's the monitor, the computer, the keyboard, and the mouse, and it's all there in the package, so I think that would be an easier route. And, uh, and then, of course, I could probably get another eight years out of it, like I did this one, so yeah. And this one's been through the ringer. Power outages, moves. Um, we've moved three times since we bought it. Uh, power problems. Uh, you know, with like all kinds of craziness. The, the new one that I'll be getting won't have all of that. That PTSD uh, uh, to deal with. So you know, it'll, it, it may very well last longer than the. Uh, than eight years. So, you know, all in all, I'm in mean, it for, you know, I paid $1,000 a, a for it. Um, you know, but considering a, I paid $1,000 a, a for it and it lasted eight years, that's really reasonable cost-wise over the course of its life. So, I think I'm just going to make the actual proper investment, so trying to go the cheap and quick route and then that way I won't have these random issues where the computer locks up. And I type a word twice and it doesn't get caught until one of my good friends <laughs> sends me a message and she says, Who edited your book? And I'm like, well, I, I put it through a spelling and grammar check." And she's like, well, yeah, but what about the cover? You got this. And I was like, Oh, oh, yeah, that's that's not bad. <laughs> so, um, of course, I'd love to have her edit all of my books, but I can't afford her, unfortunately. And, you know, I wasn't going to disrespect her by asking for a discount or anything like that, just because we're friends. Um, I'm going to wait until I actually have the money to actually be able to afford her, and then future books will be edited uh, by her. Um, you know, when I can, or when I need to, because, you know, if I'm writing as many books as I'm writing, if I keep up at this pace, um, my current editor is not going to be able to keep up with that pace, probably, so I'll probably need a couple editors, uh, just to keep up with me, so, you know, that's what I'm looking at there, but anyway, guys, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I don't even remember what all I've talked about at this point, um, and, th- and that's the whole thing about it, is it's like those aha moments or those thoughts that I have, um, while I'm driving, you know, it's like when you wake up from a dream, and you, 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 like, have this glimpse of what the dream was, and then everything else just starts getting foggy, and the, the longer you've been awake, the less you remember about it, and, uh, So, yeah, I hope you guys have enjoyed it. I hope you enjoy the interviews I've got. I hope you enjoy the changes I've made. And please share out the show. Share it with your friends, your family, your enemies. I, you know, i am not picky. Uh, But let them know about it, you know, uh, and, and, you know, hopefully it will help people. That's the goal of this show. At the end of the day, as long as I've helped one person, um, you know, step one step closer to their dreams and their ambitions and their goals, then I've done my job. That's all I'm here for, is to help people and to share how to do things, share my journey in entrepreneurship, share my journey as an author, share the journeys of others, um, and and interview them and bring them on the show to inspire you to try new things and to get out there. So, hope you guys have a fantastic day, and,
1: thoughts out. Hey everybody. I wrote a book. Because you can go back and find my episodes where I talk about all this stuff and listen to them. And that's all well and good. But sometimes it's easier just to have it in print where you can just see it, right? So I wrote the book called Introduction to Podcasting. Lessons learned, lessons shared. You can pick it up on Amazon on Kindle for 99 cents. Less than a dollar. What? That's crazy, right? Less than a dollar you can pick it up on Kindle. If you like to have a print book in your hands and you just like the way it feels, and trust me, I'm looking at this book right now, it's really well printed. I love Kindle Publishing. You can pick it up for $5.50. So you can have a physical copy where you can take notes, where you can, you know, keep stuff for quick reference while you're working on creating that awesome, epic podcast that I know you're capable of creating. So... By all means, if you're looking for ways, you're looking for advice, Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Share is the book for you. Thank you guys, and I could not do any of this without your support, so when I say thank you, I mean it. Thank you.